You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. How's this? I'll ask a question. What question? Jazz question. Now you get it right. We roll. I know everything there is to know about Miles. Lay it on me. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Uh, my name is Matt and I will be sort of hosting today. Uh, joining me in the studio is George, Elaine, and Cr- I mean, uh, sorry, it's Neil, Ken, and Jeff. How are you guys doing today? Giddy up. <laughs> oh man, I was going to be Kramer. <laughs> oh yeah, you be Kramer. No, I'll, I'll be, be Jerry. I'll, I'll be George now. <laughs> I'll be Jerry. Well, no, Matt's clearly Jerry. Oh, Matt is Jerry, you're right. Or am I <laughs> Elaine? <laughs> Get out. I'll be George. No, come on, with my little kicks, I'm definitely Elaine. You're yeah, Elaine? Or who am I fair. then? You're Kramer. I'm Kramer? Okay, you that's fine. Him. That's fine. You're putty and we all know it. Uh, so <laughs> if you can't tell by our hilarious witty banter, this is a Seinfeld lay it on me. Today will be a game between Rich Flagel and Matt Coleman. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad. All right. Well, let's let's start with <laughs> well let's start with uh, let's start with Matt Coleman. Uh, we had uh, spoken about uh, you being a Seinfeld fan on a previous episode. So, how about um, tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, your favorite uh, Seinfeld character doesn't ha- necessarily have to be the one of the top four, and then maybe like a favorite episode. Sure. My name is Matt Coleman. I'm from Wichita, Kansas, uh, and I've been a, I was a Seinfeld fan ever since I can remember. Uh, I w- I'm a George fan. Uh, always have been. I think he's uh, the best part of the show. Um, and so, as far as favorite episode, I would go with the marine biologist. I think mm-hmm. his monologue at the end is one of the best things that that show ever did. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to do it. All right. And facing you today is going to be Rich Flagel. How you doing, Rich? Oh, pretty good. All right. Uh, same questions to you. Um, well, as as uh, as before, I'm, I live in uh, Honeyway Falls, New York, which is uh, just south of Rochester. Um, work at uh, Rochester Institute of Technology. I work in IT. And uh, my favorite episode is probably Kenny Rogers Roasters, where Kramer and Jerry uh, switch apartments. Yeah, is that uh, that's where Kramer is like in the chicken body, right, or the turkey body? When uh, he puts the butter oh, on himself, or no? That's, that's a different episode. That's the one where he's uh, buttered up. 
Oh, the that's right. Shave. Oh, the, the butter chem- shave. Okay, when he switches apartments, that's more where Jerry can't sleep because of the neon, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. He he acts like Kramer, and Kramer starts acting like him. That's good. I mean, I gotta rewatch this whole show. Um. Well, yeah, we appreciate you guys being here because uh, ultimately Phil wrote these questions who we're going to introduce right now, uh, Phil Sanford, and he wrote these questions to find out who was Spongeworthy. So, um, <laughs> so let's go to <laughs> let's go to Phil. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, why you wanted to write these questions, and uh, the same questions the other guys answered. So yeah, uh, my name is Phil Sanford. I've uh, been on I've been on your show a couple times now, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I. Um, yeah, so my main thing with Seinfeld is just I've been watching since I was a little kid. Uh, I watched most of it actually during his first run. Um, probably not getting the, the jokes the same <laughs> way my parents got the jokes. Um, but I've been just watching it in syndication ever since uh, I went off the air. I think it was in freshman or sophomore year of high school when it went off the air. So uh, No, so freshman year of high school when it went off the air. So since then, it's just been constantly um, just, just constantly going with uh, just watching the uh, – reruns and and i have you know handful of seasons this is pre-streaming i have probably like four seasons on dvd that i still watch pretty regularly um geez favorite character and favorite episode character wise um i have to say elaine i think just consistently just was extremely funny and and, and like elaine episodes were usually pretty good episodes um in terms of like favorite episode though man that that's uh that, that's that's a tough one. I, I, I um, the finale. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah, that, that's the <laughs> yeah. top of the list right, right there. Um, I, I don't think so. I, I like. Oh, it's like choosing geez. between your children. We get it. It's hard. To, right, it's hard right, to pick. right. Um, uh, I'll, I'll think about that. Yeah, you have yeah, some yeah, time. We'll, we'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I I don't know if if anyone else was like me who's listening, but uh, for me, Seinfeld's always on. Uh, when dinner happened so it was always in the background and always kind of watch when we were eating so it, it was very comforting to have it on which is why i love it. it's still in syndication you can always pop it on at any point and just kind of uh you know chill out and have some laughs mm-hmm. oh, and then also the reason why and, and i don't um you guys asked you know, why i brought this up is one you guys brought it up in one of your episodes i think it was with matt and um uh so i responded we were showing some interest and then Shortly thereafter, I won a. Uh, I'm wearing my shirt that I won at the, uh, uh, at the um, at a cider place here in Charlotte. Um, it was an all Seinfeld um, special night, and I uh, I was playing on my own, won the whole thing, and, <laughs> and missed miss zero questions. Wow. So it was. Uh, Everyone else had a good time. I you see. put the kibosh <laughs> on them. <laughs> you put the kibosh on them. In other words, yeah. <laughs> did the loser? Did you have to draw on eyebrows? No, no. Okay. Um, well, uh, so thank you very much, first of all, for writing these questions. Um, really excited about this. Uh, and uh, we'll see how this goes and, and if there'll be more in the future. But we're going to start with Jeff. Uh, he's going to read the first five questions. And uh, Phil's going to be here for color commentary. But these were written by, uh, by Phil. So uh, thanks to him again. But uh, yeah, let's just get the game going if, uh, if you guys are ready, Matt and Rich. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. You ready? Lay it on, Lay it on me. All right. Let's do this. All right, first question. We're going to start off with, uh, I think, a nice little icebreaker here for us. Finish this quote. Serenity now. Blank, blank. Yeah, I don't think it needed the blanks, (laughs) Neil, but... (laughs) All right, you're locked in. Uh, Let's go first to Matt. Uh, Serenity now, insanity later. Yeah, insanity later. I can see it in both of your eyes. Serenity now, insanity later. (laughs) Correct. 
Second question. In The Slicer, Jerry dates a dermatologist, Dr. Sarah Siderides, who is played by the future Desperate Housewives star Marsha Cross. With some goading from Kramer, Jerry becomes convinced that Dr. Siderides intentionally gave him hives, when in fact Kramer gave him hives. That combined with his flippant remarks about dermatologists not saving lives leads to Jerry calling her what? I'm locked I'm in. I'm locked in. It's going to be a quick one. All right, let's go to Rich first. Pimple Popper MD. All right, and to Matt. Same thing. I don't think this is the Dr. Pimple Popper from YouTube, but this is definitely Pimple Popper MD. We know Jeff is watching Jeff's those, a big fan. those videos. Yeah. No, no, they <laughs> gross me out. I don't like them. Uh, Not my thing. What about blackhead removal? No, I'm more of the eyebrow threading. We've been over this. Uh, uh, Phil, just for the record, are there any Sue Ellen Mishki questions in this? Um, ooh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I was just curious because uh, I, I, I lost my concentration as she walked down the street. sorry gotcha all right in the third question in the classic episode of the chinese restaurant what name does the host call out when george's girlfriend attempts to call him back at the restaurant i'm locked in (laughs) yeah locked in all right so uh matt locked in first what'd you say matt uh that'd be cartwright four (laughs) and rich what was your answer on that one yeah it says cartwright Cartwright it is. Cartwright. <laughs> All right, your fourth question in the round. In the season nine debut episode, what delectable item does Kramer use for shaving instead of shaving cream? I mean, we just touched on this. Yeah. <laughs> locked this in. is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're both locked in. Uh, what'd you say on that one, Rich? Uh, butter. And Matt, what was your answer? Butter as well. Ah, like butter. We are looking for, we're actually looking for Land of Lake. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, points going to both. Question number five. Kramer gets out of a sticky situation at Lorenzo's Pizza by accidentally flashing the secret sign for a gang named in honor of which U.S. president? I'm locked in. All right. And uh, what did you say for that one, Matt? I believe that was our eighth president, Martin Van Buren. <laughs> and Rich, what was your answer? Yep, they were the Van Buren boys. Martin Van Buren. Uh, all right. So after five, uh, tied at 50. Perfect perfect game so far. So Phil, um, out of those questions so far, any any favorites, any uh, memories there? No. Well, I mean, the, um, well, I mean, the, the Chinese restaurant is one of the more just classic episodes of everything just taking place right there. But the, um, um, I, I mean, Van Buren boys, just like the, the whole thing about just like the absurdity of having a gang named after Martin Van Buren. It's just, it's, <laughs> yeah that would be insane well what's funny that writing room bred so many uh great writers i mean alec berg the uh creator of co-creator of uh silicon valley and um barry uh is from anchor enthusiasm he's on uh was from seinfeld's writer room so um yeah just craziness i mean just so many good ideas and then the uh chinese restaurant episode a lot of people copy that episode now where it all takes place in one location so definitely a trendsetter all right so uh it's gonna be moving along to me here um all right so all right gentlemen uh number six uh what is the name of the rival diner to monks we primarily see it when various cast members are barred from monks Ooh, quick one all right let's start with rich uh reggie's all right and let's go to matt uh it is reggie's it is reggie's you are correct uh all right number six seven 
what Today Show host mocks Jerry for wearing a puffy shirt for his guest appearance on the show to promote a benefit for Goodwill? Puffy shirt. <laughs> it's all puffy, like a pirate. I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in. Okay. And I'm locked in. All right, let's go with uh, Matt first. I believe that was Brian Gumble. All right, and Rich? Yeah, I, I was going to say Brian Gumble as well, but that doesn't seem right to me. Okay, you locked in with Brian Gumble? Yeah. It is Brian Gumble. So good thing you went with your gut. Uh, all right. Uh, so number eight, uh, this one's a lot of fun. What former first baseman and current broadcaster played himself in the two-part episode, The Boyfriend? And bonus for one point, what former pitcher and notorious prankster starred in that episode as the second spitter? I'm locked in. Hmm. I'm just trying to get the bonus. Mm -hmm. I know who the other guy is, but I'm not going to get the bonus. I'm locked in. Okay, so what do you have for the main answer, Rich? It's uh, Keith Hernandez. All right, and Matt, what do you got? Uh, The main answer is Keith Hernandez, and for the bonus, it is the last name McDowell. And that will count. It is Roger McDowell for that extra bonus point. So our first uh, little bit of separation here. So it's a very little bit. Very little bit by (laughs) one point. Uh, All right. Uh, So let's go to episode nine, one of the best episodes of the series. The cause of the contest is George being caught treating his body like an amusement park. Treating your body like an amusement park uh, by his mother. What magazine was George reading, quote unquote, when his mother caught him? I'm locked in. All right. Feel free to talk, Rich, if you'd like. Yeah, I'm just, it was, I feel like it was like a, like a women's magazine, like a Cosmo or one of those. Um, I should know this. My wife's whispering around the corner that she knows it. That's not really fair. (laughs) Um, Is she a fan too? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think I'm going to get it. I'm just going to lock in with uh, Red Book. I don't know. That's wrong. Red Book. And uh, Matt, what do you say? I believe it's a Glamour magazine. Yeah, that's it. It is Glamour. It is Glamour. Um, You know, it's uh, basically George was, uh, you know, inspiring a new generation of kids uh, who now, or actually I should say 10 years ago, probably used Victoria's Secret magazines. But number 10. Uh, in the Cigar Store Indian, what TV personality is on the cover of the TV guide that connects the episode's storylines? This person makes a cameo at the end of the episode showing interest in Elaine on the subway. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. All right. Uh, let's start with Matt. I believe that's Al Roker. Okay. And Rich? Yep. It's Al Roker. It is Al Roker, the uh, famed weatherman. Um, so let's go to... Uh, Let's go to Phil. How are you feeling so far? I mean, we've got some super fans here. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, th- these are all things. I think I told you about this, Neil, that, that if you are, a, um, you know, if you w- really watch the show, you, know, you, you'll, you can definitely get, you know, get these. Um, I, I tested with some friends who, uh, who like trivia and who like, you know, and who like TV, but, you know, watched Seinfeld, but didn't really, you know, don't really you know, have the level of uh, <laughs> level of fandom as other people do, and they were they missed a lot. So, uh, but it's not surprising based on what Matt had said before about uh, uh, about his interest in Seinfeld. I'm not that surprised that he's that he swept the first round, and 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 I'm not surprised that Rich is you know, what you know nine and ten I think. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the scores right now are really tight. So Matt's got 101 and Rich has uh, 90. So yeah, I'm glad I'm not playing. I would have definitely had the first one, mm-hmm. and uh, that would have been it. So, uh. <laughs> so yeah, you would not have been the master of your domain. I uh, so. no, I, I'm definitely yes. that. No suit for you, etc. Uh, well, I'm um, hit you with a Festivus pole. <laughs> I, we're going to go into the swing round. I, I told the guys in the Skype uh, chat uh, to bring the marble rye, one of my other favorites. Uh, <laughs> Jerry stealing the marble rye, but. Uh, Matt, what, uh, what's our swing round? A swing round is Seinfeld goes international. Um, all of these questions have a bit of a geographical tint to them. Uh, so I'll be reading 10 questions. Uh, they'll be worth five points apiece. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number one, the island for which a parade is being held in an episode in the last season that was banned from syndication for five years. Number two, the country where Babu Bat is originally from and was deported to. Number three, the home country of the gymnast. Number four, where Jerry's relative, Manya, grew up and had a pet pony. Number five, country of origin of the waitress in The Abstinence, who George broke his abstinence for after he calculated the odds of ever having a chance to be with somebody from her country. Number six, the nationality of the workers hired by Kramer to roll Cuban cigars. Number seven, According to George in The Czechs, oranges are rare in this country. In the same episode, tourists from the country end up sleeping in Kramer's dresser drawers. <laughs> it's like hotels for them, right? Number eight. The home of hard luck marathon runner Jean-Paul from the episode The Hot Tub. Uh, number nine. The region where the maestro has a house, but according to him, there is nothing else available there. Number ten. Rochelle Rochelle is a film about a young girl's strange erotic journey from blank to blank. Name these two international M cities. Also a weird representation of Neil's erotic past. Rochelle Rochelle? Yeah, with Bette Midler. I don't know if that's, <laughs> that helps anyone. Um, I'm locked in. No, I'm locked in. I didn't realize I was all 10. I wasn't counting. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're going to go through these. Uh, number one, which island am I talking about, Rich? Uh, Puerto Rico. And Matt? Puerto Rico Day Parade. Correct. That episode was banned? Oh, no, yeah. It was, it was just, I, I, think, I think NBC even had to issue an apology before it even aired for the first time. It was, it was pretty bad. I think there was a flag burned in it as well. It was, yeah, it was, yeah uh, Kramer yeah. accidentally lights <laughs> the flag on fire, and yeah. then he decides to stomp it out <laughs> to put it out. And then the... Yeah, those two guys who are always trying to steal things, uh, see him. Yeah. Said, he's burning the flag. I had no idea that it was <laughs> it was banned. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They pulled it from syndication for several years and just put it back in rotation fairly recently. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say I saw it the other day, and now when you say it, it brings all the memories back yeah. now of the flag being on it's fire. It's actually the second to last episode, so it's weird that they like it was never played really. Um, so points there. Uh, number two, where's Babu from, uh, Matt? He's from Pakistan. All right. And Rich? Yep, he's from Pakistan. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. Very bad man, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> Neil's doing the finger. At I was me. doing yeah, the no. finger. I don't, now you guys can see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three, the home country of the gymnast, Rich. Uh, I believe it's Romania. All right. And Matt? It is Romania. That is correct. Romania. Uh, number four. Uh, where did Mania grow up? Rich? Uh, Poland. And Matt? That's where she had her pony. Poland. Yep. 
pony from Poland. That is correct. Uh, I hate anybody that never had a pony. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, what was the country of origin from the waitress in the abstinence, uh, Matt? Uh, she was Portuguese. And Rich? Portugal. Yep, Portugal. Portugal is correct. All right. Number six, uh, what was the nationality of those cigar rollers, uh, Rich? I believe they were Guatemalan. Okay, and Matt? I believe they were Dominican. They were Dominicans. Ooh. A little separation there? Yeah. yeah that comes from the classic line of, of uh, you're not trying to pass off some, some Dominicans as Cubans, are you? And, and Kramer's like, we're talking about people, aren't we? <laughs> I can't remember the exact yeah. quote. Yeah. No, then, 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 yeah, then they end up hijacking a plane, and uh, yeah. Well, I don't remember that aspect. Didn't he make the cigars like too tight, and they like blew up or something? Mm-hmm. No, the, the no, he made the, the crepes too tight. The crepes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I knew something about it was too tight, and I couldn't remember. Uh, and, and, pe- and people who who haven't seen the episode are like, "What the hell are they talking about?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven. Where were those tourists from, Matt? Uh, they're from Japan. And Rich. Yep, Japan. All right. Uh, number eight, John Paul. Where did he come from, Rich? I want to say Jamaica. And Matt? He was Trinidadian and Tobagan, or Trinidad and Tobago. That is correct. He's a Trinidadian. <laughs> How do you? What is, <laughs> what's proper, Jeff? Yeah, Jeff. Know? I don't actually know offhand. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's tr- Trinidadian, maybe. Yeah. Could be. Tobagan? <laughs> I, like, I like Trinidaddy. <laughs> Trinidaddy sounds like Matt's like secret rap Talk name. Dirty to me, Trinidaddy. <laughs> ah, Trinidaddy. It's it's definitely a Snapchat filter right now. Yeah, and you know what? It have to be come to Trinidaddy's Winnebago. <laughs> Who's your Trinidaddy, and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where does the maestro have a house, Matt? Tuscany. And Rich. Yep, Tuscany. All right, that is correct. And Rochelle, Rochelle, from blank to blank, what are we looking for, Matt? That would be from Milan to Minsk. And Rich? Yep, Milan to Minsk. That is correct. So, uh, Neil, how did they do? Uh, they did really well, as, as uh, advertised. So, uh, Rich picked up uh, another 40 points, and Matt picked up a, another uh, 50 points. Wow. So, going into the second round, it's uh, Matt with 151 and uh, Rich with 130. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places. Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan. But nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off, an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. 
we'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-off launches April 9th. All right. If my math is correct, 90 plus 40? Yep. All yeah, right. Did it. Yay! <laughs> it's that Neil math. It's the Neil math. So I do want to say, I, I forget if there's a question on this, but uh, I remember one of my favorite episodes when Kramer goes to the medical school and really gets into acting all the symptoms of things, and he puts the spotlight on himself, and oh, I love it. So good. We are going to kick off the second half with question one. What famous author was a secret lover of Susan's father? His love letters were found in the rubble of Mr. Ross's burned-down cabin. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. All right. Uh, Rich locked in first. It's uh, John Cheever. Ed Matt? I also have Cheever. Cheever is correct. Number two. In The Red Dot, what is the material of the deeply discounted sweater that George purchases as a thank you gift for Elaine? That's I'm locked in. I knew this was going to be instant. This is a quick one. Is this one of Led Zeppelin's favorite uh, fabrics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Rich, what did you say? I said cashmere. And Matt? Yeah, cashmere. Cashmere is correct. All right. Number three. What is the type of pasta that Kramer uses to create a statue of Jerry? I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. All right, Matt? Uh, it's because he's silly. It's fusilli. And Jerry? <laughs> Nope, not and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to me for? <laughs> and Rich. It's a few silly. That is correct. Few silly Jerry, because he's so silly. With, with, with that corkscrew shape. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a microphone, right? Him and like doing right. stand up? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moving on to number four. <laughs> when Jerry goes to the Super Bowl in the label maker, what reoccurring character ends up using the second ticket and sitting next to him? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, Rich, what did you say? Newman. All right, and Matt? <laughs> Newman. Yep, Newman is correct. All right, number five. What is George's ATM code word? Locked I'm locked in. in. All right, uh, Matt, what did you say? Bosco. And Rich? That's Bosco. It is Bosco. You never give your passcode to anybody, no matter where they are, where they're stuck. We used to have Bosco uh, at home, and it made me think of George every time I used it. And that's the only reason we got it is because of Seinfeld. We had Hershey's, but then we're like, oh, we got to get Bosco. Bosco. <laughs> Bosco. Um, Phil, um, any uh, comments so far? I mean, they're doing, they're doing really well. Uh, any anecdotes from some of those episodes you just uh, wrote there? No, well, the, the label maker one, that, I mean, that's just... You know, funny just because those tickets pass through so many different hands and it ends up with, with Jerry and Newman. And, you know, of course, you know, they're, they're not, you know, of course, they're enemies. So, yeah, it's like the last person Jerry wanted to see. Um, I don't know. I, I, I figured, you know, after, during the first half, I figured like, oh, man, they're going to just cruise through, you know, <laughs> um, at, you know, some of these second half ones. So. No, that's all right, though. I mean, everyone loves the show, and and, uh, for people listening, though, who might not be as diehard as you guys, uh, I think these are, it's a good wide range of questions here, though, which is good. All right, I'm going to take over from here. Question six. Who is the only one of the four main characters to not appear in the pilot episode? And for a bonus point, what was the name of the show when it was just a pilot? I'm locked in. 
That, that's a good question. Um, let's see. Well, I'm remembering the pilot. I know Jerry, George, and Kramer, at least, are all in the pilot, which means Elaine must not be. For the bonus, was the show originally called Jerry? I, I'm not sure. So that's what, that's what I'm going to lock in with. Okay. Matt? Um, I agree. Elaine is the character who is not in the pilot, although Kramer in the pilot is called Kessler, so maybe not technically in the pilot. Um, and the original title is The Seinfeld Chronicles. Yep, Matt is 100% correct. So uh, regular points to both players and bonus yep. points to Matt. Yeah, and 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 Rich, with your um, your answer about Jerry, that's the name of the pilot of the show within the show. You know, so when yeah. when Jerry and George create a pilot for for NBC, the name of the pilot is Jerry. I was thinking maybe they were going super meta with it when they decided to call it Jerry. That's <laughs> my best guess. All right, next question, number seven. Uh, not for the anti-dentites out there, but uh, what future Emmy award-winning actor portrayed the dentist to the stars, Dr. Tim Watley? I'm locked in. I'm so bad at actors. Um, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> mm. I can think of him in like three, four different episodes, but I have no idea who the actor is. So you know what he looks like, but can't name him. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I'm just gonna punt. Okay, to Matt. Uh, that would be Walter White himself, Brian Cranston. Yep, that is correct. It is Brian Cranston. Oh, it totally is. That's what's <laughs> great about the show. All all these like future stars pop yeah. up in these minor roles. It's really fun. This was him coming off his role as uh one of the evil guys on a Power Rangers episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot of work back. Then. Yeah, he did a lot. Of, yeah, you're right. He was in a lot of things. All right, eight in the understudy. Jerry dates the understudy of what famous actress? This actress played the lead in the musical adaptation of Rochelle Rochelle. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. All right, go ahead, guys. It's uh, Bette Midler. I agree. It is indeed Bette Midler, as maybe mentioned a little earlier. <laughs> on yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you know, once you get going chatting about this stuff, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to not spoil a future question. <laughs> I know I should have been a low talker. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, number nine. The Brawless Wonder, Sue Ellen Mischke, is the heiress to the fortune of what candy bar? <laughs> I'm locked in. in. All right, let's start with Matt. Uh, that would be O. Henry. And Rich. Yep, O. Henry. That's right. With an exclamation point at the end? Yeah, looks like it. All right, and finally, question 10. In the episode The Fire, Jerry goes to the office of Elaine's co-worker and Kramer's girlfriend, Toby, and heckles her as a retaliation for her incessant heckling of him. What utility vehicle runs over her foot, resulting in the temporary loss of her pinky toe? I'm locked in. locked in. All right, let's start with Matt. That was a street sweeper. Hmm? And Rich. Yep, that's a street sweeper. Yep, you guys are both right, so points all around there. Do we have the tally? All right, I got to do this math in my head. One moment here. Uh, in the uh, meantime, Jeff, can you uh, spare a square? Uh, I don't think he can. He's hanging out with Bob Sacamano. Okay. Um, okay, so if my 
calculations are correct, uh, we're going into the final round uh, with Rich at 220 and Matt at 258. Um, I have a little question uh, going into the uh, um, into the final uh, for you guys. Uh, let's we'll split this up between Rich and Matt. It's for no points, just for fun. But uh, so Matt, uh, who is the athlete that uh, Kramer? Uh, punches out and uh, Rich. Who is the athlete that Kramer sees dunking a donut in the uh, cafe? Let's start well, with. He punches. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say start with Matt. Okay, he punches up Mickey Mantle. Correct. And Rich. It's uh, Joe DiMaggio and Dinky Donuts. It is. Yeah, that's uh, when I was in high school. One of my favorite things my friends used to do. Anytime we went to a cafe, we usually went really late uh, to this one called Omega at like two in the morning. And we'd go there. We'd be like the only people there and we'd go. Because it was the last place open. Yeah, it was always the last place open. And we'd always be like uh, sitting there and be like, uh, Joe, Joe, like that. (laughs) Who was it? Joe DiMaggio. Um, Sorry. I just love that. All right. So um, we're going to go to the final here. Phil, why don't you give them the categories uh, one through five so they can wager? Okay, so the categories here are going to be pretty straightforward. We um, and also they're they're going to be all about you know about things within the show. Uh, we briefly considered doing a uh, you know kind of curveball of just taking you know taking these particular categories and doing it from uh, you know regarding things outside of the show, but that's you know kind of defeats the purpose of the whole uh, laid on me concept. So, so yeah, so your five categories are Jerry. George, Kramer, Elaine, and Newman. All right. So um, Matt has 258 points to work with, and Rich has 220. So the final round. So first category is Jerry. Your question. Throughout the series, Jerry's parents doubt comedy as a viable career. Where do they insist he apply for a job? Question two in the category of George. What religion does George convert to in The Conversion? Question three in the category of Kramer. What is the name of Kramer's girlfriend, better known as the low talker? Question number four in the category of Elaine. Elaine unintentionally destroys a merger that Mr. Pitt had brokered between two bottled water companies by making fun of the new company's name. What was that proposed name? And question number five in the category of Newman. After Kramer is captured in The Junk Mail, Newman faces the Postmaster General, who is portrayed similarly to a Mafia Don by what actor? I will say, once this game is finished, it'll be the quickest, won't be the quickest laid on me, but it is a full game format in a laid on me format. So it's, you guys are just blowing through these. It's, it's great. Great questions, great dancers and everything. So Seinfeld super fans. These games can go so fast when people know the answers. We should try that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that going to be your new tagline? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have 15 minute shows, guys. Yeah. Welcome to Triviality, where the game goes fast if we know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> we would have to seriously ramp down the difficulty. I'm locked in. Okay, so Matt is in. All right. Uh, Rich, feel free to, you can talk out if you'd like while you're figuring this stuff out. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll lock in. I've, I think I got enough. Okay. All right, so you're locked in. All right, so we're going to go back uh, to question one was in the category of Jerry. Throughout the series, Jerry's parents doubt comedy as a viable career. Where do they insist he apply for a job? And I'm just going to say this uh, right now. Uh, both guys uh, went all in on every question, 30 points, so the maximum. So uh, let's start with Rich on that question. Where do they insist Jerry apply for a job? It's the, uh, oh, crap. It's the uh, Bloomingdale's executive training program. Okay, and Matt? 
I had the exact same thing. It is Bloomingdale's, correct. Oh. And, and, and they actually went specific on, and that's the part that I, I didn't go specific on. Uh, Neil was, uh, you know, I, I and I was thinking about like saying like what they wanted him to do, and and they both answered it anyway. Right. So so good job, you guys. You you guys actually read into like my if I ramped it up, you know, you went a tiny little bit more. So yeah, extra extra uh, brownie points there. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh, so question two was, uh, George, what religion does George convert to in the conversion? Let's start with Matt on this one. He converted to Latvian Orthodox. And Rich? Yep, Latvian Orthodox. That is correct. Latvian Orthodox. Um, all right. Uh, for question three, it was in the category of Kramer, which uh, might have caused some trouble for you guys. Uh, it was, what is the name of Kramer's girlfriend, better uh, known as the Low Talker? And let's start with Rich. I wasn't sure. I feel like she just had a generic female name, um, which I don't know. So I just said Amanda, which is wrong. Okay. And Matt? Uh, Girlfriend names are the one area of this that I'm not as good at. I think her name is Leslie. And uh, one person will be getting points. It is Leslie. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Great poll there. Um, all right. Question four was in the category of Elaine. Elaine unintentionally destroys a merger that Mr. Pitt had brokered between two bottled water companies by making fun of the new company's name. What was that proposed name? Uh, let's start with Matt. Moland Springs. All right. And uh, let's go to Rich. Yep, it's Moland Springs. All right. And Moland Springs is correct. And uh, for our final question, uh, under Newman, after Kramer is captured in the junk mail, Newman faces the postmaster general who's portrayed similarly to a mafia don by what actor? Let's start with Rich. Was it Jerry Orbach? All right. He's in with Jerry Orbach. And uh, let's go to Matt. I think it was Wilford Brimley. It was Wilford Brimley. Correct. Uh, so let me just uh, tabulate these scores. All right. Uh, so after tabulating the scores, uh, Rich, uh, very, very respectable score here uh hardly missed any questions today he had 250 points and then um better than perfect today uh not missing a question and getting the bonuses uh is matt coleman with 408 points wow so what a, what a game um i think that might be the highest score one of the highest scores we've ever I think had it's a perfect score i don't think you can get higher than that Four, we didn't, we didn't get 400 is our theoretical yeah. highest for 600 bonus points <laughs> um wow so phil um thank you for writing these questions well, thank you for giving me the opportunity, and 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 great job, Matt. Man, I mean, I I mean, like like I said to Neil before, you know, before the show, you know, if, if you know, it's definitely good. You know, all these questions are gettable if you're a big Seinfeld fan. But I, I thought for sure maybe just like like one or two would 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 you know <laughs> would, would trip me would you know trip even a big Seinfeld fan up. But yeah, it's a great job though. I appreciate it. Um, and Rich, great job as well. Um, uh, maybe before we sign off, so Rich, if you are planning on writing a game, it might be a good way to write some really hard questions that Phil has to answer now <laughs> and that Matt has to answer. Jeez, I, yeah. Uh, well, I have, I have the game written. I just didn't, uh, I don't know, you got there first, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, let's, uh, let's plan that then. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that because uh, maybe Matt doesn't know that your entire game is only girlfriends of Jerry. <laughs> uh, uh, Dolores. We're gonna we're gonna take a second shot at this finale with game two. So, 
yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly um well uh before we we let everyone go um you know send us uh everyone who's listening your favorite seinfeld moments uh scenes episodes gifts anything like that um on our group on the crop but uh let's uh let's go around um around the table uh let's start with phil uh, any other favorite uh, moments before we sign off um I, I you know to go back to the uh you know you know you asked about favorite so i think you know yeah, I know it's a popular choice for favorite episode, but I have to go with the contest. The, uh, um, um, yeah, it's just, just a great, great episode. And, and again, they're just, you know, that that one's just like the, the complete episode, just tying in so many different things in in uh, you know, twenty one minutes. It's just, it's just incredible. Yeah, it's, it's and, all about the and, and the fact really. that, that they made so many different masturbation jokes without <laughs> being able to actually say any any words that, you know, were anywhere close to what it means. <laughs> Love that one. Uh, how about you, Matt? Um, I mean, they're all great. I just the the little added that the the last line of the show is calls back to the first opening scene where they talk about the button. I think it's great and it's kind of missed a lot, but it's I a think, great. Show. I think that last episode's underrated. A lot of people hated it when it came out, but mm-hmm. it was really smart, smartly written. Kenneth, what's your frequency? Uh, I like the kibosh. I don't know what the name of the episode is when uh, threatens to put the kibosh on Jerry. That's my that's my jam. He's kibosh before. He'll kibosh again. again. Jeffrey, I don't have a favorite. I really don't. Um, I mean, classic. I always I always lean on Soup Nazi because he's someone that you know personally. I do. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I always fall back on that. But uh, no, I mean, I've I've seen most of the Seinfeld episodes once or twice, maybe in passing. Much like I've seen Friends, so I don't recall it very well. But you know, I'll never turn it off. It's I great don't know show. how we went through this whole episode without you mentioning that you know the Soup Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't need to drop names. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't ever drop names. He right? never ever drops it. Any particular particular uh, directors you might have met, or well, that was because <laughs> it was for a game, though. Ah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I don't need to talk about that. I know Larry Thomas. It's fine. Um, <laughs> he's a great guy. Um, <laughs> not a Nazi. He's not a Nazi, and he doesn't really make soup, but he's he's nice. Um, yeah, I, I I have so many favorites. Like I said, I watch the show all the time, and too many to choose. Um, you know, I take it back. I do have one. What is it? You know the the uh, the the finisher with the uh, jerk store running oh, out of you. I was just gonna say oh, that the, the, the comeback. The, the yeah. comeback is classic. Is that the one with the they're talking about Coco or whatever the Coco gorilla? the monkey the monkey right? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no that, that's a different one. Oh, it's a different uh, one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the jerk store called. Well, I I do love the summer of George. Uh, I love when uh, I forget his wife's name who dies from the Susan. envelope Susan. Um, but I will say um. The only one that popped in my head right now, it's not my favorite by any means, but every time I'm in a doctor's office, I always want to be respectful because I'm worried that they're going to like call each other and look at their notes like they did in the lane. <laughs> so I'm always curious what they write on there. Um, but, 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 but Neil, do you, do you look for a penthouse when you're at your dentist's office? So? <laughs> I should, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's go to uh, Matt Coleman. What about you? Um, well, after this game, I think I might have to echo Jerry's sentiment and uh, choose not to run again when it comes to trying out this uh, Seinfeld trivia again. <laughs> there you go. Go out on top. And, uh, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. But, yeah, both great episodes as well. So, uh, Love that. And, uh, Rich, uh, finally, uh, last but not least, what about you? What, what are you thinking over there? Um, I, well, another great moment. We brought up the episode earlier in the show that we're uh, – with the toe uh, after Jerry heckles uh, Toby mm-hmm. and Kramer tells the story about how he <laughs> heroically brings the toe to the emergency room <laughs> and he's driving the bus 
and the mugger's like attacking him. He's kicks the mugger out at the next stop, and they're like, "You kept making all the stops." <laughs> they kept bringing the bell. Kept bringing bell. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I love it. Uh, so much to talk about. Yeah, we'll have to return uh, for uh, the Seinfeld two. I don't even know what we'll call it, but uh, curb curb your Seinfeld or something. Um, but uh, let me throw it over to Matt uh, to close out the show. Yep. Um, we didn't do the. I guess. I mean, we don't really have to ask Tom Cruise if. Uh, Oh yeah, if they survived. Tom Cruise uh, didn't even show up today. Yeah, he, he took the day off. He took uh, the day off. He was, his services were, were not needed. Yeah. Um, so on behalf of everybody who spoke today, uh, my name is Matt, <laughs> and that was Triviality. Uh, Seinfeld, uh, you made a reservation for a midsize, and she's a small. <laughs> I'm kidding around, of course. Yes. Um, okay, let's see here. 66 years old? Yeah, well, he's in perfect health. He works out. He's vibrant. You'd really like him. Why do people always say that? I hate everybody. Why would I like him? So what do you think? Could you go out with a 66-year-old woman? Well, I'll tell you. She would have to be really vibrant. So vibrant, she'd be spinning. Oh, I'm sorry. We have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservations. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. If you did, I'd have a car. So you know how to take the reservation, you just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take them. Let me uh, speak with my supervisor. Uh, here we go. The supervisor. You know what she's saying over there? What? Hey, Marge, see those two people over there? They think I'm talking to you. So you pretend like you're talking to me. Okay, now you start talking. Oh, you mean like this, so it looks like I'm saying something, but I'm not really saying anything at all? Okay, now you say something else, and they won't yell at me because they thought I was checking with you. Oh, great, I think. I think that's enough. See you later. I'm sorry, my supervisor says there's nothing we can do. Yeah, it looked like you were in a real conversation over there. But we do have a compact, if you would like that. Fine. All right. Well, we have a blue Ford Escort for you, Mr. Seinfeld. Would you like insurance? Yeah, you better give me the insurance because I am going to beat the hell out of this. Calling all trivia nerds. Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.